0: Credibility episode of Thought Lear Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Roger Hall, who is a business psychologist at Compass Consultation. He trains leaders to monitor and manage their thinking. By the way, very cool stuff. Roger, welcome. Hey, Mitchell, thank you for having me. Absolutely my pleasure. Hey, so let's get to know you a little bit better. Uh, What is your customer point of pain? What is your CPOP? They are business leaders who find themselves in a crisis. Wow. Okay. So having sat on the board of a public firm, having run a CEO networking group for a decade with four different groups, we would occasionally see that. (laughs) And, And it means so many different things for different people. So tell me, what does that mean if they're in a crisis? What do you do?
1: Well, I usually get called in when, uh, when a business leader, an entrepreneur, a professional, a business owner has made a series of bad decisions that kind of blow up in his or her face. And in that crisis, they reach out for help. I go in, I help them take out their head trash. I help them solve their problem. And then they realize, okay, I didn't get here magically. I've got a pattern of thinking. That took me here. I I didn't get from zero to 100 overnight. I've got a long pattern of of bad decision making, bad thinking. And so my job is to help them unpack that, um, take out that head trash, replace it with better thoughts, better patterns to help them solve the problems in their business and their life.
0: I hear you. So it's at first, you're brought into a crisis. You help Manage, solve, de-escalate, whatever that means, yeah. and then you recognize that if if nothing else happened, it would happen again.
1: It'll happen again. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, I got that. I hear you. And it's it's basically one-on-one focused with that that big cheese, but it's probably also the team as well that's around them.
1: Yeah, it really depends on 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 what the nature of the problem is. Sometimes I get called in for the whole organization. Sometimes uh, it's just the leader. But I almost always want to involve the leader. Because if, if, if the, the top person isn't involved, it never goes anywhere. I hear you. And so share with the audience, how do you have credibility to do what you do? Well, I, uh, I got my PhD in psychology in 1991, uh, was a clinician for 17 years before I became a business psychologist. Um, I've been self-employed. Since 1999, I've been through two or three downturns uh, and have weathered all that. I am a public speaker, so I've spoken to thousands, if not tens of thousands of people and worked with hundreds of different businesses all over the country. I've got clients from Hawaii to New York City, from Montana to Fort Lauderdale and all points in between.
0: That's pretty beautiful. I think the point you want to make on the consulting side and the downturn is when the economy is doing well i think you mentioned in the green room uh what was that the economy is doing well is easy to do this when it does oh. bad people go back to their jobs yeah
1: but i mean the only the only job that's the, the only job that has fewer hurdles or barriers to entry uh than being a realtor is being a coach and so when the economy is good everybody becomes a coach when the economy goes bad Everybody goes back to their day job. This is my day job.
0: (laughs) Okay. That makes you credible. (laughs) So how do you go about sharing your credibility? You mentioned a little bit you're doing public speaking, but what else, what else do you do? Um, I I do public speaking. I
1: have uh, a YouTube channel, the Dr. Roger Hall, YouTube channel. I've got a couple of websites. Um, Every, Every day I send out a thing called the Daily Dose of Mental So, If you're a quote junkie, uh, you can sign up for that and, and get some value every day. Um, every week I send out a thing called Roger's Two Cents, which is um, a written blog or a video blog of um, me responding to either a question or clarifying an idea. And so my, my goal is to build into the lives of as many people as possible.
0: Hmm. Oh, that's pretty beautiful. And then, so in answering questions, where do those questions come from? So,
1: when I give a speech, um, I hand out envelopes and people can write on the card, it's like, it says, I'd like Roger's two cents on. They write out their question. And then, what I do is I run the camera, I open the envelope on camera, and I answer the question uh, on the fly. Now, if it's awful, it never sees the light of day. If it's
0: good, then uh, I post it. I got it. That's beautiful. I I I I, uh, I may have to quote you as I as I borrow that technique once or twice. <laughs> I like it. I like that a lot. So, the harder part, if you're watching this, listening to this, if you're in the middle of a crisis, you have no idea what to do. Um, if you're seeing that crisis and you know you need resolution and you know it's focused on people and more importantly, you want to make sure that it does not happen again or you you unravel, you want to figure out and, and figure out how to unravel what is causing that to happen. You're going to want to reach out to Dr. Roger Hall. Roger, what is the best way for people to reach out to you? Well, there are a couple ways.
1: Uh, the, the first way is um, uh, my email, which is roger, R-O-G-E-R, at drrogerhall.com drrogerhall.com you can hit that website you can also hit my company page which is compassconsultation.com reach out to me that way if you'd like to call me my uh, my direct line is 614-595-6717 love to love to talk to people Um, and and I if, if, if you're interested in in talking to me I have a, a an initial 15 to 20 minute conversation with a person. You need to figure out if you you can work well with me and I need to figure out if I think I can work well with you. That makes sense.
0: Hey, thanks so much for sharing your credibility with us today.
1: Mitchell, I'm grateful to have been invited. Thank you so much.
0: Oh, you're absolutely welcome. And and I'd like you, if you're watching or listening to this, you know a friend, family member or yourself that have been in crisis at some point in time, the organization's been in crisis, and it it's this pattern that repeats, and you kind of know that it should stop. So uh, like this episode, share it with that person, with that friend, and then we'll see you at the next episode of Thought of Your Life. Take care everyone, bye now. Hi, I'm Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought of Your Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, and it's their credibility. Um, today's guest is Mike Gosby, long term friend and author. Um, and we've published a number of Mike's books. He is a co founder and principal of Kickstart Alliance. He helps bring executive leaders and their most important customers together to tackle strategic business topics. Mike, welcome. Hey, I'm glad to be here, Mitchell. Thank you so much for the invitation. You're absolutely welcome. It's wonderful to have you. And just so our audience can learn a little bit more about you, what is your customer point of pain? What is your CPOP?
2: My CPOP, uh, customer or C-suite executives are not getting full value out of their customer advisory board. And they don't know what to do about it.
0: Yeah. Wow. So I I remember during the dot-com days, I sat on got over over 100 advisory boards. And I think there were out of 100, there were like two or three that were like really took advantage of me (laughs) properly. Mm -hmm. Uh, I still sit on some, not all as active. I I think I'm going to have to recommend you. Tell me a little bit more. What do you do? do? Yeah. You know what? Because some of the big
2: problems is people default. First of all, they confuse what a customer advisory board is versus say a product focus group or a user conference. And instead an advisory board is a very unique kind of engagement. It's a strategy level focus group. You're focused on the future and the focus is on the customer, on where their business is going and evolving over the next three years. Now,
0: isn't that surprising?
2: So ironically, it's (laughs) not about the host company, at least not directly, indirectly it is, but the conversation needs to be about the trends and drivers on how the customer's business is evolving. What goals are they trying to achieve? And then ultimately, How can we as the host company help them be successful? So the problem is most uh, executives, and this is human nature, they like talking about themselves more than it is to listen about somebody else. Mm. And so part of the challenge is how do you get executives to actually shut up and listen? And how do you get them to figure out what the right questions are you should be asking? Those are the keys that unlock the full potential of the advisory board.
0: And my assumption is, you're working directly with the C-suite team on a either one-on-one or one-on-many just to help them figure out how best to run. the Oh yeah,
2: absolutely. So and on on average, it takes three to four months to plan for an advisory board meeting, and that's because what you, you don't just say, oh, on Tuesday we'll have an advisory board. You <laughs> pop in and do it. It it is easy to throw a lot of slides together and go, oh, we'll just give them an update on X, Y, and Z. It's much harder. To say, hmm, these are the strategic topics we want to explore. Here's what we're prepared to do with the information that we learn. And if we have an hour discussion within our larger agenda that's focused on topic X, what are the three slides that need to be presented that set up the conversation so you can have a 55-minute interactive discussion where customers actually have a chance to answer your question? Beautiful. Amazing. Yeah. Imagine
0: that. So... Could you share with our audience how you have credibility to do what you do? So uh, I've been doing this for a long time, 18
2: years. And I first got into it from because a, a good friend of mine said, he called me up and he says, Mike, we're, we're having our customer advisory board and I'd like to have somebody facilitated. You're a smart guy. Could you come in and do it? And I said, sure, of course. And I hung up the phone and I thought, what the hell is a customer advisory board? This was <laughs> 2002. And so... What I did was, my response to that was, I want to think like the CEO. What is it that I want to learn and how is that going to help me make a difference? And with that as the end goal, how should a meeting be structured to best deliver that? So I used that and I found I must have done a good job because they asked me to come back. So since that time, 18 years Uh, more than 100, actually I lost count, at 100 customer advisory boards I've been called into. Along the way, I've been writing down all of my best practices because I really want the marketing community, the executive community to learn and benefit from having a really productive, unique conversation with customers. So I started to write it down, and I found that my blogs and my videos, were there was an appetite for them. That led to me to write the first ever Customer Advisory Board Manual, which I published in 2013, and I started cabstrategy.com, which is my cab resource center blog, fully dedicated just to cab best practices, stories, information, and insights. That website has generated um, more than 23,000 visitors since I launched that and continues to get You know, maybe 500, 600 uh, visitors per month since I lost that. So there's a lot of buzz around that and a lot of appetite around kind of sharing these best practices. I, you know, and through the hundred that I've done, I've learned what works and I learned what doesn't. And I try to write it down and share so we can all be successful. That's beautiful. And, and how do you go about sharing that credibility? So I, I write a lot about it. I mean, I never know where the executives are in their whole decision process of should we have a cab or should we not, but I have a pretty good idea of the questions that they typically ask. So I've written, as I mentioned, I don't know, countless blog posts and videos. I'm I'm constantly over LinkedIn. I'm putting things out on our website, on others, and you know, just trying to make that information available. Uh, I also started a cab master class last year for people who are kind of sitting on the fence. They know a little bit about it. Gee, do we want to do it ourselves? Here's a quick, easy way to get kind of access or information, answers to their questions. And uh, you know, when when people use the magic of Google or they're getting referrals to you know who knows something about this stuff, uh, you know, I'm invited to talk tracks and such on that. So that kind of gets the word out uh, that, you know, helps give them the information into what they're looking for.
0: But I think one of the things that we talked about in the green room is, is when you're on social media, when you're talking to other people, one of the things you often do is you sit back and you listen and you learn oh, new strategies yeah. and new techniques. Sure share about that a little bit?
2: Well, yeah, f- so for sure. So one of, the, one of the things that I find personally interesting in all this is the connections that get made across industries the connections on uh, whether you're a hardware sp- company, a software, internet application, med tech, what- whatever it is, logistics. There's a lot of these connections. And through these connections are opportunities just to talk and learn from more people. And as I you know, share some of these best practices, uh, I'm able to tell stories of some of these connections. And those stories are always interesting. And those stories tend to circulate uh, and then you know, spark other conversations, and people either come back to find me on, through cabstrategy.com uh, or through other people who are connected that just want to invite me in to be part of the story. So that's part also how the word gets uh, gets generated and conversations get shared. And the connections between the stories are always insightful. Yeah, share with me some things about the industry I had no idea about. So
0: if you're watching or listening and you let me let me be bold you want to be successful tomorrow you need to know who your customers are today and where they're going tomorrow so you can actually keep them as customers and if you want that and you're considering a strategy of a customer advisory board or if you have a customer advisory board that is not effective for you you're going to want to reach out to Mike Gosby, Mike what is the best way for people to do that so the best way to reach me is uh, through the Cab Strategy website,
2: cabstrategy.com. And you can find out more about me there and do a quick link or email to me. Or you can email me at mikeg at kickstartall.com. Uh, I'm a big believer in sharing information and, and questions. I want everybody to be successful in making sure that not only the customer advisory board is a win for the host company. I want it to be a win for their customers. And by setting up a conversation that's all about the 80-20 rule, 80% where the customers get a chance to respond to your questions and get some information, that makes you different. That makes your company differentiated in a world of other advisory boards that are really nothing more than you know product focus groups or a prey to product updates. So anyway, there's a couple of ways to contact me. Lots of information. I'm happy to be a resource, a sounding board for anybody interested in learning more on it, on Customer Advisory Board Best Practices.
0: Thank you you so much for sharing your
2: credibility with us today. Hey, thanks for the opportunity. I wish everybody great luck with their cab.
0: I'm thinking about the cab I'm drinking, but that's a different cab, or the cab I'm driving in, but that's more like an Uber or Lyft. <laughs> um, but uh, anyhow, Mike, thank you so much. And for those watching, uh, click on the like button, share with your friends, and we'll see you at the next episode of Thought of Your Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought of Your Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. And stay tuned because this guest is very special. Paula Peralta is an empowerment expert. She's a certified facilitator for Joy of Business. She coaches and facilitates clients on how to overcome roadblocks that cross their paths. And I so enjoyed our green room conversation. Paula, welcome. Thank you. Hi, Mitchell. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's it's actually my pleasure, my honor, and uh, just so the audience gets to know you a little bit better, what is your customer pointed pain? What is your CPOP?
3: So I work with beauty and creative professionals that are living someone else's narrative and not their own.
0: God, did you ever wake up in the morning and you and you and you say to yourself, "This is not my life. This is somebody else's life," and you wonder how did I get here? What what stream of consciousness? What events caused me to be here and then you often say to yourself how do i switch how do i be that and i've i've seen so many people living that narrative and for me when i was in corporate i was i was living that narrative too i did a ted talk on that so tell me a little bit more paula what do you do
3: so i work with just like i said um i so a lot of this came from kind of A lot of, I do a lot of group sessions, a lot of one-on-one sessions that really introduce a variety of tools. One specifically is asking questions that help people to access what's true for them, empower them to create the life and really the business, the living that they don't need a vacation from. Because exactly what you're just talking about is like the burnout that people experience because they're living someone else's narrative.
0: Yeah, that's not fun. (laughs) It's not fun at all. Right. And what if the purpose of life was to have fun? That is the purpose of life, isn't it?
3: <laughs> well, I mean, I think so. We're on I, the same I, page.
0: We are absolutely on the same page. And so uh, for the audience, how do you have credibility to do what you do? So, I mean, listen, is the School
3: of Hard Knocks like an official? <laughs>
0: <accreditation>? <laughs> it's an official school. Yeah, it's. it's yeah. I, I'm going to type that in and, and come up with a logo for that. Yeah, yeah.
3: I know, right? So, I mean, I just like we said, I lived most of my life according to someone else's narrative like I went to college because that's what was expected to me traditional like four-year degree program um, graduated from college went to um, in, right into corporate America was making tons of money working working way too many hours I was so unhappy I was not creatively energized and uh, and then what happened is about five years in I got laid off And so then I did what I actually talked to my clients about doing is I looked, I stopped, I asked some questions about if I were truly being me and creating my life, what would I choose? And I started to create a life that I didn't need a vacation from. And now fast forward 10 years and I'm radiantly happy and working with people um,
0: to help encourage them and empower them to do the same. Beautiful. And and are you like traveling the world and talking to tens of thousands of clients? Yeah, I
3: am. And it's really cool because I actually get to travel the world and talk to people just about my story and people are listening. And just like you said, you came from corporate America um, and weren't loving it and then created a life that you now love and you're having so much fun. And so it's like, what if actually that is a possibility for everybody? And that's the conversation I'm having. And thousands of people, like you said, are listening because they're desiring the same thing.
0: So how, uh, remind me again, how are you traveling across the world and all these continents? What's, what's fostering that?
3: So I am, well, a multitude of things. One is facilitating workshops and also I'm a brand ambassador for a hair care company. And so I get in front of thousands of hairdressers all over the world um, and also other creative professionals that are doing, that are, are looking to create a life that they love um, and sometimes don't necessarily know how to do that because they're, they're following someone else's narrative. Just like we said, um, they're doing it. They're trying to do it the way it's always been done instead of doing what's actually true for them.
0: Oh by the way, that hair care company has a big brand. Are you allowed to say the brand?
3: Yeah, it's absolutely. Um, <laughs> it's uh, Paul Mitchell. John Paul Mitchell systems is the company I'm a brand ambassador for.
0: Yeah, it's, it's actually a beautiful brand and has in and of itself a lot of credibility. And, and how do you go about sharing that credibility?
3: So there's a multitude of ways. I'm very active on social media, particularly Instagram. And I will say I have a lot of followers. And one of my favorite ways to actually play with the credibility and the message is to actually engage with other people and encourage them and celebrate them and see where they're choosing joy in their lives um, and creating the lives that they don't need a vacation from.
0: Okay. So Facebook, Instagram, uh, you're traveling uh, and touching people that way. Yep. Yeah, you're spreading a message of joy. Maybe that's why you called your business joy of business. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay, I get this now. It took me a while, but I got it. You're spreading (laughs) that joy message. So if you're listening to this and you're watching this and you're saying to yourself, whether it's you personally or or a family member or a friend, and you look at what they're doing day -day, day to day and you're saying to yourself, you know, they really aren't happy. They really need to bring some joy into their lives. Uh, I think it makes sense to reach out to Paula Peralta. Paula, what is the best way for people to reach out to you?
3: Uh, So they can go to my website, paulaperalta.com, and also on Instagram, Hair by Paula Peralta. I'm on Facebook as well, Paula Peralta. So basically, there are a multitude of technological portals that you can
0: reach me (laughs) through. There we go. I am available portals to portal your way into the life of Paula Peralta. <laughs> so you two can have joy. How was that? Was That's that good? Right. okay? Okay. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Hey, thanks so much for yes. sharing your credibility with us.
3: Thank you so much, Mitchell. It was a pleasure.
0: Oh, you welcome. So I'm you're watching this, you're listening to this. Here's what's important. You know, at least 10 or 20 people in your life that can't spell the word joy properly. <laughs> They don't feel it. It doesn't work for them. They don't think that it's for them in this life. You need to share this episode, like it, share it with your friends, and we'll see you at the next episode of Thought of Your Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, this is Mitchell Levy, and thanks so much for listening and spreading the cred dust. You know, in doing the research, what I recognize is that we are at war. Those people who are credible versus those people who are dubious. And Dubious Nation is winning a thousand times over. We've got to fix it. We owe it to ourselves. We owe it to future generations. So come on over to Credibility Nation. Become a member. Take the pledge. Learn what you can do to help bring more credibility to the world. I look forward to seeing you over here while you're being cred-tabulous. Thanks again for listening. Take care. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.